This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches verse by verse through the book of Acts. starts out by telling them that this amazing thing has happened, that God has become a man, and that this man, Jesus, who is God in the flesh, allowed himself, submitted himself to be executed in our place in punishment for our sins, so that now we can be justly forgiven and pardoned and made alive spiritually that through Jesus Christ we can be saved. In today's message, Pastor Robert shares how Cornelius and his family responded to the good news of Jesus Christ as Peter encouraged them in the faith. We'll learn that our Christianity is not based on traditions or religious rituals, but on the condition of our heart and our relationship with the Heavenly Father. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with today's message. Paul had an incredible humbling, an incredible wake-up call. He was so convinced of what he was doing that he was literally arresting people and bringing them back to be killed. I mean, he was committed. He was convinced. And when he found out he was wrong, it affected him deeply. And so now he's gone out. He's investing himself with that same kind of passion and that same kind of commitment, that same kind of determination. And now he has a bunch of guys saying, that's not right. These people need to be circumcised. They need to be keeping the law. You're giving them this cheap grace stuff, telling them that they don't need to do it. That's not, no, that's not right. And Paul says, so I went to the leaders, I went to the elders, and I went to the apostles, and I sat down with them in private, and I told them everything I'd been teaching. I laid out for them the gospel of salvation that I'd been presenting to the Gentiles, just in case I was in error and needed to be corrected. That's wisdom. That's wisdom. That's humility. It's a great example. And he tells us, verse 6 of Galatians chapter 2, but from those who seemed to be something. Whatever they were, it makes no difference to me. God shows personal favoritism to no man. For those who seemed to be something added nothing to me. That's a great statement. He, he, he actually says in, in verse 3 that they didn't even compel Titus to be circumcised. He says, I gave them the opportunity to correct the message that I was teaching, and, and they didn't. They didn't add a thing to it. They didn't correct me at all. They actually affirmed. He goes on to say, they affirmed me and commissioned me to go to the Gentiles and teach and preach the gospel concerning salvation. Now go back with me to Acts. I want you to see what Peter has to say. 
You know, it's a miracle that there's all this dispute and discussion and arguments going on in this Jerusalem council that Peter sits quiet. You know, that wasn't normal for him. In, in the early years, he would have been the first one arguing. He's matured some, apparently. And he sits quietly and he listens to the dispute. He listens to the discussion. And then he speaks up and he says to him, Verse 7, men and brethren, you know that a good while ago God chose among us that by my mouth the Gentiles should hear the word of the gospel and believe. So God, who knows the heart, acknowledged them by giving them the Holy Spirit, just as He did to us, and made no distinction between us and them, purifying their hearts by faith. Now therefore, why do you test God? By putting a yoke on the neck of the disciples, which neither our fathers nor we were able to bear. But we believe that through the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, we shall be saved in the same manner as they. Peter says so much in those few sentences. He's like, folks, think about it. You know God chose me to first deliver the message of the gospel to the Gentiles. And you know how it happened. Do you remember the story when he went to Cornelius? You know, Peter's up on the roof. He's praying. It's lunchtime. And, and Peter gets a vision. And without going into all the details, God's preparing Peter's heart to take the message to the Gentiles. But at the same time, he has given this Roman soldier, Cornelius, a dream concerning Peter. Gives him Peter's name, Peter's address, and tells him to send some people to, to go fetch Peter and bring him back. And so he does. And, and Peter comes, and, and he's there, and he's like, all right, what do, you, what, do you, you know, what do you want from me? And they basically say, we want to hear about God. We, you know, God told us to send for you that you'd tell us about relationship with God. And so Peter starts to tell him. Now, think about it. What's Peter going to tell him? Peter's a conservative Jewish man. Peter keeps the law. Peter keeps kosher. Peter's circumcised. It may very well be, I can't prove it, but it may very well be that Peter was about to tell them they needed to be circumcised and keep the law. They needed to convert to Judaism. After all, like we've already established, that would be quite normal. This is the way you worship God. But he starts out by telling them that this amazing thing has happened, that God has become a man, and that this man, Jesus, who is God in the flesh, allowed himself, submitted himself to be executed in our place in punishment for our sins, so that now we can be justly forgiven and pardoned and made alive spiritually, that through Jesus Christ we can be saved. And as he's sharing this stuff, all of a sudden the Holy Spirit of God falls on these people, Cornelius and his whole household. All of a sudden something radical happens. And, and Peter, we saw it in an earlier chapter in Acts, Peter's standing there and, and it's like, I'm not done, God. And God says, yes, you are. And, and there's this amazing transformation. Why? Well, because Cornelius and his family and his household responded in here to what Peter was saying about Jesus Christ. That's where it all happened. It all happened in here. And Peter says, you guys, you guys know. I was there. I saw it. God acknowledged the faith that was in their hearts. And He sent His Spirit to live within them. He sent His Spirit upon them to empower them. And if God acknowledged them, how could we not? And more importantly, Peter says, listen, so, so important. Peter's, Peter says to this group in Jerusalem, if that's the way they were saved, that's the way we're saved. If He did it that way for Cornelius, He does it that way for us. What does that mean? 
It means that it's not about circumcision. It's not about the rituals. It's not about any of that stuff. It's not about the religious behavior. It's about the heart. It's about the heart. And Peter makes a very important statement there that I don't want you to miss. So important to understand. Look at verse 8 one more time. He says, So God who knows the heart acknowledged them. Now see, that's good news and bad news. God knows the heart. When I was 11 or 12, I don't know exactly, 11 or 12 years old, I grew up in a Baptist church. And so one Sunday morning, I walked down the center aisle of that Baptist church, and I, I walked up to the, to the pastor who was there, and I told him that I wanted to accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. And he led me in, quote-unquote, the sinner's prayer, where I, I prayed and told Jesus that I, that I wanted to be his, and I don't remember exactly what he had me pray, but I prayed whatever he told me to pray. And two weeks later, I was baptized. And nothing changed in my life. Why not? Because nothing was going on in here. I was just scared to death of hell. And I was told that I could have a ticket to heaven. That I could bypass hell by saying these words and going through these motions. Sounds like a great deal to me. So I did it. But after that, me and my buddies would go out and smoke pot. When I was 15, 16, 17 years old, we'd go smoke a joint before we came to church on Sunday morning. Continued getting high, continued partying. Nothing changed. There was no relationship. I believed in God, but I didn't know Him. I didn't know Him at all. I knew He was there. I was scared of Him but I didn't know him. Acts 15 continues. It says, Then all the multitude kept silent and listened to Barnabas and Paul, declaring how many miracles and wonders God had worked through them among the Gentiles. And after that, they become silent. James answered, saying, Men and brethren, listen to me. Simon has declared how God at the first visited the Gentiles to take out of them a people for his name. And with this, the words of the prophets agree. Just as it is written, after this I will return and will rebuild the tabernacle of David which has fallen down. I will rebuild its ruins. I will set it up so that the rest of mankind may seek the Lord. Even all the Gentiles who are called by my name, says the Lord who does all these things. We are so blessed with the technologies that God has given us these days. Being able to share Bible teaching through the radio is wonderful. A couple of other great resources are Facebook and Twitter. For most of us, these resources are part of our everyday lives. Maybe as you are listening today, someone in your life came to mind that would be blessed by hearing this message. You can share today's message on your Facebook page and Twitter feed to help spread the good news of Jesus Christ. Friends, radio is an expensive endeavor, and we want to let you know how you can help partner with us to help Main Thing Radio continue to grow. Here's Tracy. We all know that it's vitally important to support the local church, the place we call home, but it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. We need your support to continue to share God's word over the airwaves. 
please prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. Log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the donate button. On behalf of Pastor Robert and the entire production team here at Main Thing Radio, we want to say thank you for tuning in and may God bless you. Be sure to join us again on this same station at this same time for another edition of Main Thing Radio.